Catch Me Outside listeners. As you know, this is a bi-weekly podcast, but every now and then I release a bonus episode. This is one of those occasions. Last week, you heard from my friend and aunt, Crystal Gravel, who told her story of surviving a lightning strike in Killarney Provincial Park in 2005. And while I only included the story itself in episode 19, we actually spoke about her experience for a little while afterward. So today, I am releasing the rest of that conversation. If you haven't heard Crystal's lightning survival story, um, do yourself a favor and go listen to episode 19 because it's pretty wild. So yeah, that's what today's bonus mini episode is about. But before I get to that, I have an announcement. Starting on September 21st, you can support Catch Me Outside and unlock exclusive content like, you know, more of these bonus episodes by signing up as a patron of the podcast via Patreon. Patreon is a platform that allows podcast listeners to support their favorite shows with a small monthly pledge in return for exclusive access to live streams, Q&As, bonus episodes, and other goodies. The Catch Me Outside Patreon will launch with three tiers, Weekend Warrior, Thru-Hiker, and Trail Angel. Weekend Warriors will receive a handwritten Catch Me Outside postcard highlighting a Canadian outdoor adventure destination, plus access to a Patreon-exclusive Discord community. The Catch Me Outside Discord community is sort of like an encrypted group chat for fans of the show and of outdoor adventuring to chat with me and each other about gear, upcoming or recent trips, backpacking, bucket lists, tips, tricks, and any other sort of outdoor related questions or topics you might want to discuss. Patrons on the Through Hiker tier will receive those same benefits, plus access to YouTube live streams and exclusive monthly bonus episodes. Trail Angels will receive all of the above benefits, plus a monthly online group hangout chat to kind of talk about um, anything and everything outdoor adventure related. This show is a labor of love that requires many hours of work for each episode, and I'm always thinking of ways to make it better. For example, I'd love to free up more time in my schedule to work on it, take a short audio engineering course, or hire an audio engineer to make the show sound the best it can. By becoming a patron, you can take an active role in helping me do these things. Anyway, I'm Megan Dallaire. This is a bonus mini episode of Catch Me Outside. And without further delay, let's get to it. Oh, man, I I forgot how crazy that story was. Um, Yeah. Like I forgot about the fact that you you felt like your foot had exploded and like it totally that you're, did. Yeah, I honestly, was so I didn't want to look. Oh I was afraid I didn't have a foot. Did you have a burn? No, nothing. There was no like exit mark or anything like that, eh? No, thank goodness. I'm assuming for my rubber boots, like the yeah. rubber sole. But that is so crazy. And I t- I forgot so much for, about your story, like all of those other side effects. Like that's so nuts. Yeah, like it really I really was methodical, like if if that's the right word, but yeah. I, I didn't I wasn't thinking, my body was just doing. Yeah. And was surprising because like I could run it was a, I wanna say a good three weeks. If I would like scratch my forearm, I wouldn't feel it. Oh my god. Like my brain would know that I was doing it because I could obviously see myself doing it, but my arm didn't register the feeling. For three weeks afterward? For three weeks afterwards. Oh my at god. Least. Did you see a doctor after after the hike? I didn't. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I didn't, you, you know what I actually did is we we drove home um, after we hiked out, and I dropped my backpack at home, and then I went over and slept at my aunt's house <laughs> with my other aunt because she didn't want to be home alone in the house. <laughs> Your aunt didn't want to be home alone. Yeah, my aunt Diane. Oh, wait, be- why? Because there was a storm or? I don't remember if there was a storm. I just remember her not wanting to be at the house alone. So I grabbed my pillow and I went and slept over Aww. over there for the night. Oh, that's that's good. I mean, I guess, you know, once you've <laughs> walked yourself out of of a park after being struck by lightning, you probably figure like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. What's a doctor going to do for me at this that's point? That's what I figured. I think my mom really wanted me to go, <laughs> but... I was like, I can breathe. I can move. I'm fine. Yeah. Did you ever worry? Did you worry that like the the numbness wouldn't fade? Yes. Yeah. I was because it was a long time. Yeah. Like weeks. Yeah. Like that day, obviously setting up the tent was fun, but even hiking out was like, I was just kept playing with my hands because they were numb and, you know, I knew they were there, but I couldn't really feel them. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Um, and but I kept wondering, like, when is it going to come back? Is it not going to come back? Maybe I'm just going to not have feeling. <laughs> Jesus. And did your foot did your foot hurt for quite a while afterward as well? Uh, my foot was maybe two or three days. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I think it was just the initial maybe shock of it all. Right. Yeah. So did you know that there was a storm in the forecast or I mean no. like how would you check it while you're there and it's a week out so exactly you wouldn't know um, yeah the only reason we found out about it is because we had we had called in um, and they were trying to explain it to us and really like the way they were saying it we were right in the middle of all three storms so oh like my God. not just one storm but like layered storms it was it was crazy but no we um we were very lucky for the most part um in in terms of weather and it definitely wasn't in the forecast and and we didn't have a way to check what the weather was going to be at that time you know we had the cell phone but it really was kind of a backup and if I'm remembering correctly it was just like 2005 so it was just you know, texting with your ABC on number one and yeah. <laughs> yeah. And p- playing snake, um, yeah. on like a much, a much music phone or something like that. Yeah. Definitely not a smartphone. No. And well, and I mean like, so thinking about the crack, you're until you get to the crack, if you're going, uh, clockwise on the trail, which you would have been, yep. you're, you're up on a ridge, like for, for quite a while before you hike down through the crack yes. and and like once you're once you're there like kind of the only way down is the crack um yep. <laughs> so when you were you on were you up above the crack when you when you first talked to people and were they like like you have to get down you have to get down from where you are because of course you know being being up high like that you're basically a lightning rod Yeah. So I think that was part of my internal dialogue, you know, in not really wanting to stop um, and just keep going because I was scared to be out and exposed. But when we were on the the top of it, um, it was more just the clouds rolling in and more sounds than anything. Uh, And it wasn't until we actually started to go down into the crevice that, um, that we really started to actually 
get any rain and and more of that thunder and lightning. Right. So that's kind of where we paused. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Um and it wasn't until we didn't call them until after to right. tell them what had happened. And so at that point we were lower down. Um so it was just getting through the rest of the crack and then through um the boglands kind of that are there. I guess I I also didn't realize like how um how much it affected you to hear about the the man who had died during that same same uh, same storm. Um like I knew it had happened as well but uh yeah, it's uh yeah, it did. It's still like as you as you heard um take some time to actually say it out loud yeah and is that from is that just like from I guess sort of the the shock of it or the the you know the fear of knowing that it it could have been you or is it also well exactly could have just been my name in the paper instead of his did did this experience change how you plan um, hiking or or backpacking? Did it kind of scare you off of backpacking for a while? Or how did it kind of affect your relationship with, with hiking and backpacking and camping afterward? Uh, it really didn't, to okay. be honest. I know <laughs> it's kind of become a bit of a, a glorified story between my friend and I and one of those, you know, when they tell me, say something about you that nobody knows or something, it's that that's the thing we talk about. Yeah. Um, but I think it was putting that part aside, I think just the rest of the trail really was so beautiful and significant that we just we couldn't wait to do it again. I've done it another four times since. That's incredible. And now I guess we have like, you know, you have smartphones and you have the ability to track weather and see what's going on. So do you do you follow any sort of like different protocol for that now? Like if you know that like a storm is coming in or something like that? I definitely wouldn't stop. Um, I would keep going. That would be kind of my thing. But I think like you said, um, sometimes there's there's not much you can do. You know, your campsite is where it is and you try and do your safety best and stay away from trees and stay away from metal. But ultimately, that's kind of what surrounds you depending on where you are. Exactly. Yeah. Once you're out there, all you can really do is like if you're up high, try to get down low or, you know, yeah, hope for the best, I guess, get yeah. into the... Well, and I don't think maybe I haven't learned from my experience because I'm not sure I really would try and plan based on weather or anything like that. I would just kind of still go by the moment and what I felt was best. No, that's that's fair. I've been caught in storms and I've just kept walking. And I mean, I have, I have, I did get into like the lightning huddle at La Cloche once, but... um. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for sharing that with me. Absolutely. Um, I think you did a superb job and that's a crazy story. So, <laughs> and I'm really glad that you survived being struck me by Me too. <laughs> <laughs> now you just have to win the lottery. Uh, all yeah, right. That's what I keep telling Wayne. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 